Welcome into a special edition of the Unnamed MMA Podcast. I'm Adam Abdallah, along with Jordan Sherwood. Follow us on Twitter at Adam A. Abdallah and at Woodon1063. We're joined by someone we won some money on this past yeah. weekend, Dustin Jacoby. He beat Da Jung uh, over this weekend in a knockout, a great knockout. If you missed it, I'm sorry, but hopefully you cashed uh, some money there. And J- Dustin is nice enough to pick up the phone for us today and jump on after his big win and Dustin. Dustin here, he's on, I don't think he's on the Ozarks. I think he's on a yeah, golf he's trip. He's definitely like on some trip with, he's, with the boys. He's on a golf trip, but he's got some time for us today. Dustin, how's it going? Oh, I feel great, man. It was a, a big win for my career and, and uh, you know, another opportunity to climb that ladder and get towards the top of the division. And, and that's what I did, man. I went out there and blew it out of the water. Well, we want to thank you because Dustin, you know, a lot of times <laughs> on this show, we concentrate on the, the betting aspect of mixed martial arts. We talked, <laughs> and look, and we want to thank you because, look, we talked about the opportunity was going to be there for you to win, for you to utilize your striking. You didn't have to worry about grappling so much. You ended up closing as an underdog, so we cast you as an underdog. So thank you for following the game plan, utilizing your strikes. Of course, we hedged a little bit, thought you'd win by decision, but you went ahead and just, and just knocked them out. Yeah, man. Well, well, first off, thank you guys. That feels great that uh, you want some money. And that's one of the cool things, man. I'll be walking around, uh, you know, wherever wherever I'm walking, somebody will reach out and be like, Dustin, can I get a picture, man? Dude, I've been winning on you, you know, last five, six fights. Keep winning, man. And, uh, yeah, it felt good. But it was crazy when I, I started as a, a minus 150 favorite. And, on, and that was Wednesday morning. By Wednesday night, I was a plus 110 underdog. I had people message me. Uh, hey, man, are you healthy? Did you lose a limb? What's going on? And I was like, I don't know, man, but all I know is I'm healthy. I'm going to win the fight. So uh, I'm glad you guys have my back and want some money. Well, that's interesting because that was the next question I was going to ask you. If if you, you know, throughout your professional career, whether it was with Glory or now, you know, back in the UFC, does a, does a fighter know about the money lines? Does the fighter know about the money that's coming in or going up against you? And, and how does one handle that when maybe there's a little bit more pressure or whether it be lack of confidence or, or a lot of confidence from the fans? Right. Yeah, that is a good question. You know, I, I am a gambler myself. I'm, I'm, I love sports. I love looking at the lines. So I pay attention to that stuff. Uh, but early in my career, it affected me a little bit. I'd always look and I'd see, I'd be like a big underdog. And I'd be like, oh man, you know, I, I'm going to lose because Vegas thinks I'm going to lose. And, uh, but, but now I'm, I'm such a veteran of the game and I've been there before. And when I look at stuff like that, uh, I'm not phased by it. You know, I believe in myself. I know what I bring to the table and it's really cool to see the last five or six fights with the UFC. I've been, I think they had it on, on there. I, I've been a, uh, like a minus 260 favorite, uh, my last five fights. So that is pretty cool when you look at the line and, and you see that, you know, Vegas is like, all right, this is the better fighter. This guy should win. And, and on Saturday, you know, when I, I was kind of eager, I was waiting to see the line. I saw it open up at 150. I'm like, you know, that's right. It gives me the confidence that I know I am the better fighter. I know I should win this fight. And then when it swung like that, I was kind of laughing, man. I was joking. Like, my buddies were like, dude, my inbound, my corners, my, my Cody Brundage was with me. He's like, dude, people are blowing me up asking me if you're healthy. I'm like, tell them I'm not healthy. Tell them whatever you want to <laughs> tell them, man. I, I know how good I feel, and I know how ready I am, and, and uh, yeah, man, the, the the proof is in the progress, and the result showed itself. 
So you're like the exact opposite of LeBron. Like LeBron will turn off all social media. <laughs> He'll put the phone away. Because before this fight, you know, you mentioned in your post-fight press conference that you were a little more nervous going into this fight. But you're, right, you know, you've right. got the phone out. You're looking at the lines. You're looking at everything else. Like what goes into your pre-fight uh, routine that would cause you to be a little bit more nervous for this fight or maybe calm you down a little more, a little bit more if well, those nerves are there? Well, you know, the nerves came from I had just got into the rankings. I had just got into the top 15. I just got a number next to my name. And here I am fighting a guy on a 15-fight win streak, a guy that I know for sure is going to be in the top 15. Uh, you know, he's a little bit younger. He's got time on his side. And, and I knew how dangerous he was. So that, that's where the nerves came from. I didn't want to, you know, get to the top 15 and then just get uh, uh, sent back a little bit, you know, and, and take a uh, leap backwards. So, that's where the nerves came from. But, uh, again, I, I, I'm such a veteran. I've been there before. And I told my coach, I said, hey, man, I'm nervous. Uh, but but I know it's going to play in my favor. And I know it's going to make me compete really well. And, and it did, man. Talk to the fans, Dustin, about your journey to get back to the UFC. Obviously, you know, the proof is in the pudding now. You're 6-0-1 in the UFC. But you were fighting in Indianapolis. You were fighting in Valparaiso after going 0-2 in the UFC. Just talk about that journey to get yourself in a place to get invited back to the UFC and obviously now what you've been able to do since then. Yeah, man, it's been a, it's been a struggle, but I've said it before. I'll say it again. You know, my struggle is my strength. I choose that struggle and I own that struggle and it hasn't been easy, but it's been worth, you know, every bloodshed, every sweat, every tear, every memory, man. And it's just been worth it. And I would tell anybody that that struggle is just to keep going. You know, if you truly believe in yourself and, you're determined and you're focused, you can achieve anything you want to. And, and that's what I did, man. I just kept, I had, you know, friends and family asked me after I lost, you know, like four fights in a row with glory and two of which were, I, I didn't think those were losses. The judges told me I lost, but I thought I'd won. Uh, so you got to be a little bit delusional and, and you just got to keep the faith and keep the confidence. And, and uh, if you believe in it, man, nobody can stop you from achieving what you want to achieve. And, and that's what my whole journey has been about. I hope people, are inspired by that, and they look at that, and, and uh, you know they themselves can can think that they can do it, and, and whatever it takes, man. So obviously, I'm sure you've started looking at future opponents. What do you think is next for you? Yeah, so an opponent that I have in mind is Vulcan Ozdemir. He actually fights this weekend against Paul Craig. Uh, both guys are in the top ten. Uh, both guys are extremely dangerous. But you know, if I if I had to pick a, an opponent, I really like Vulcan, and I've been I've been talking to the UFC about that matchup. They like it as well, so I'm really hoping he goes out there and wins this weekend. Now, I did get uh, a little bit of word that it could be him, win or lose. So, uh, you know, I just got to stay ready. I, I'm out at the Lake of the Ozarks now. I had a little golf trip with the boys, enjoying myself. <laughs> but you know, I'll have another another week or so, and then it's just right back to the grind. You know, it's back to doing what what's got me this far, and. And, uh, you know, consistency is key, being able to stay in the gym and, and be injury-free and just, you know, keep working, keep working to the, to the main goal, and, and that's what I'll be doing. Well, real quick on that before we get to the boys' trip, like, because we, you know, we also we do a lot of fight picks on this show. We, we talk about, we, we just released Paul Craig at plus 175. So are you going to be okay with fighting a guy coming, and Uzdemir coming off a first-round submission loss? <laughs> Yeah, well, if you know, if it is Paul Craig, then that's what it is, man. Of the two, I'd rather dance with Vulcan Ostermere. But okay. you know, if Paul Craig wins and they present that matchup, that's what I'll take, and and I think I uh, can beat him. Okay. Well, more importantly, the golf game. Um, 
Does it improve or does it not improve with a little bit of El Bandito Yankee? Because I'm assuming that that's what I, you're sipping. Oh, baby, it was it was highly improved. It, it was a good <laughs> week. It was uh, I, I went low this week and, and ended up winning the trip. So today we just concluded today. And uh, I won against uh, seven other guys, so it was a good trip. I always feel like when we talk to people, they're more competitive, and other athletes, they're more competitive in the things they do outside of their profession, right? Like we talked to Robbie Gold, he's the kicker for the 49ers. I asked him if he's more upset when he misses a short putt or misses a short field goal. And he says definitely the short putt because he's expected to make the field goal. Do you get more, ex- <laughs> do you get more upset when you're playing poorly on the golf course or when you're having like a bad training day or a bad round or something like that? Oh, I get more upset when I'm playing bad golf. Nobody likes playing bad <laughs> golf, man. I, I tell you what, it's uh, it's an addicting game, and, and it, it's a big challenge too, man. I, I I absolutely love it. It's my favorite pastime. It's one of my favorite hobbies. And if I'm playing bad, it's no bueno. But when you're playing good, on the, on the contrary to that, when you're playing good, man, it feels so good. And golf is deceiving too. There's a lot of times to go out there and par a hole, but my favorite saying is they don't ask you how, they ask you how many. You know, I don't know how many times I hit a bad shot, but somehow parred the hole. Then it makes you think you're good mm-hmm. when you're not really that good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, golf's a lot of fun, man. It's a challenge. I love it. No, it always makes you come. That one good shot will always make you come back. Just like well, that, that's, a, that's, that's about my life, right? Life yep. is all about that one good golf shot theory, you know? If you can just do it that one time and just keep bringing it back, keep you going. Absolutely. And so with El Bandito Tequila here, uh, you it, obviously it goes well on the golf course. It goes well with everything. Uh, what are you doing with them? Yeah, so they actually treated us to a great day yesterday. We, they had a yacht here at the Ozarks, and we finished golfing. We, we, we got the boys together. We rallied, and we went straight to the yacht, man. It took us out. We went to a, a couple bars that, that they hooked us up with, and it was an absolutely great day. And uh, and we were drinking El Bandito all day. We might not remember too much about dinner last night, but it, <laughs> it, it was a hell of a day. I know that. Well, awesome, Dustin. Thank you so much. Whether it's Paul Craig or Ozdemir, whoever it is, our money is going to be on you. And whenever that fight that fight is announced, before it takes place, hopefully we can have you jump on with us again. Hey, for sure, man. I'd love to be back on the show. And yeah, man, if uh, we can get that fight set up, it might be. Uh, Abu Dhabi in October. I'm not sure. Nice. I, and I'll let you guys know when that happens, but uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'll be ready and, and uh, keep betting on the Hanyak because he's coming through. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Dustin. Hey, thank you guys. Have a great day.